Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Sixteen percent of Chicago public school students receive some kind of special education services. That's over 52,000 students. Despite the size, the special education department has been without a leader since June, and it has a troubling history of regularly delaying or even denying services for students, which led to the state stepping in. But there's a new face at the helm of the department. Joshua Long just started as the chief of the Office of Diverse Learner Supports and Services at CPS. Long is a trained speech pathologist and former principal of Southside Occupational Academy High School in the city's West Englewood and Bronzeville neighborhoods. And he sat down with us to share his vision for the office. He started off by reminding us what exactly falls under special education. Here's Josh. Just really anything and everything that you can imagine when we think about the supports and services that we could provide to an individual with a special need or one who's, you know, showing that they might have some learning needs that go beyond what a general education teacher uh, might be able to provide. Right. So students like with with IEPs are included? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, What you reference an IEP, an individualized education plan, and the key word there being individualized. You Mm -hmm. know, we think about a typically developing student. You know, their uh, path in school is to, you know, go to the classes, be with their classmates, be in front of the teacher. And a lot of that is the same for our students with special needs. But the caveat is that we work to have a plan that really individualizes their learning goals to make them uh, successful. So, as, as I mentioned, you've worked in the district for a while. But why did you want this job, though? Great question. Uh, So I have been in the district. This is my 24th year. And I have always worked with students with special needs. I originally was a speech language pathologist and worked in 12 different schools really across the city. I was in Austin. I was in Cabrini-Green, Auburn-Gresham, Chatham, and just was in and out of schools. And what I realized was that the power of the principal and the teacher was something that was unmatched when it came to really supporting students with special needs and helping their families and succeeding and helping their children have the best life that they possibly could have. Mm-hmm. And so that propelled me into uh, being a leader and to, you know, taking over as the principal at Southside Occupational Academy, where I remained for 14 years. Mm-hmm. And there was a tap on the shoulder and, you know, with some uh, mentors who said, you know, this position is opening up again. And we have had 10 chiefs in the last 24 years. Um, and I just felt like it was the time and really just in evaluating that the message that I heard not only from my mentors was uh, the CEO of Chicago Public Schools said Mm -hmm. it's time for us to really focus on special education and and we need somebody to come in and help us think through some new solutions and and Josh 10 chiefs in the last 24 years was that an overwhelming thought at all for you it always has been an overwhelming thought I've been very connected to the department and all of my time with Chicago Public Schools you know I live in Chicago I have four children my wife is a special education teacher with Chicago Public Schools so perhaps unlike uh, previous chiefs I I want to be here. This is uh, where I want to spend my time. I have no uh, interest in going anywhere else. So I'm very excited for the role. In a past interview with WBEZ, you said that you decided to become a principal after noticing uh, disparities 
in special education services between schools. So talk more about that piece, right, about the disparities and then the impact that it has on the kids. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and really that just comes down to, um, you know, the principal and the support that the principal receives, uh, the support that the teachers are receiving, the paraprofessionals in the classroom, and really the, the shape of the, um, the classroom. So, you know, when you walk into a classroom, they're all inherently different. So they're shaped by the students that are in there and just uh, the environment that they're in. Mm-hmm. And while as a principal, I really uh, harnessed the power that I had to push forth, you know, innovative practices and really working with my amazing team of educators that I had at Southside Occupational Academy. It's my uh, goal at this point now as the chief of ODLSS to use some of those same lessons that all of my team taught me uh, to really look at how can we come up with some consistency and build systems and structures for students with special needs Mm -hmm. across all Chicago public schools. And and thinking back to your time at Southside Occupational, I mean, what was the goal then? I mean, as principal, what what kinds of services did you provide overall and, and what skills did you want the students to leave with? So our number one goal and the goal that I bring with me is to maintain a student first mindset. Uh, we were at Southside Occupational Academy and are within ODLSS completely focused and only here to support students with special needs. And so when I think about the time that I was the principal, uh, it was simple. It was that we wanted every student uh, to leave Southside Occupational Academy with the skills that they needed to be as independent as possible within their communities upon graduation. And really anything and everything that we could possibly imagine uh, fell under that umbrella. Mm -hmm. And we looked at our school environment and thought about how can we bring skills into the school environment and settings to make it contextual to then teach these students the skills that they needed to be successful. Are there moments that stand out to you when you think back? So many moments. I I mean, I've already mentioned my amazing team. I I will never forget them and, you know, receive messages from them all the time. Uh, Thinking about the students that I've been able to uh, interact with over the years, the things that students teach you, um, you know, whether it's uh, the student who uh, now is gainfully employed uh, versus the student who, you know, the parents told me how happy they were that he was able to uh, make his bed and, and make lunch for himself. We celebrate wins on many different levels and just see every student for uh, the amazing things that they are. Chicago Public Schools special ed programming was overseen by a state monitor for the past five years. Uh, Your predecessor was ousted last summer after criticism of uh, the services under her leadership. Do you think that parents currently trust the program? So I haven't spoke to all the parents about this, naturally. Uh, my guess would be, I think you'd find more people that said no than said yes, they trust us. Uh, our department has a bruised reputation right now, and I'm not shying away from that. How hard does that make your job? I think it makes it challenging. Uh, hard, I wouldn't say hard as much as I'd say challenging, and I am up for the challenge. You know, my goal is to build organizational transparency within our department. I want people to know why we make decisions and, we you know, what they're focused on. As I said before, mm-hmm. always focused on the students. I also uh, have been talking a lot to, you know, my central office department. I have quite a few employees, about 2,500 is what I'm hearing. Wow. Not to mention the teachers that are in the schools. There's going to be some big all-staff meetings. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine? (laughs) Right. Uh, But thinking about that, I have been talking to my team about, you know, our bruised reputation. And that's not that we aren't all trying to do what's right for students. How's their morale considering? So seven days on the job, uh, I would say that there's 
probably some things that they're feeling. I mean, they've had a lot of ups and downs, different chiefs based on how long they've been in the department. Uh, But what I've told them is that, you know, I trust them. I expect for them to trust me. And together we're going to really work to uh, build out our customer service uh, mentality that, you know, again, reiterating the the only reason we are here in this role is to support students, to support the educators, and to help principals lead and coach those educators to give the best services to those students. Now, uh, to support some of these efforts that you're, you're describing, CPS is giving 85% of its schools more money to support their special education programs, which sounds like a, a, a great thing. I'm curious, what's your top priority then when you're thinking of using those funds? So a lot of the funds that you're talking about were allocated this year. And so uh, the district did allocate over $100 million to support special education across the city of Chicago, which is a huge So we're already seeing some of those benefits. Absolutely. In terms of positions and new classrooms being open to service the students, uh, we have had an increase in the number of students who have been identified with special needs. And, you know, the district has stepped up and said, okay, let's get them into the appropriate environment. Let's give them the classrooms that they need. And so I know that that is going to continue as we move forward in looking at making sure that we have the programming for the students that they need. Yeah. We know that CPS has also seen a school bus driver shortage across the region. Uh, we reported on that here on the program as well. And uh, it's particularly affected spe- special education students. Uh, WBEZ reported that some of the students faced two-hour bus rides each way. So how do you plan to work with the district in tackling that? So one thing within an organization is that we have the benefit of being in the same space. Uh, so I just talked, talked with Charles Mayfield, the chief uh, operating officer yesterday, and you know we're already collaborating, and I intend to do that with other departments across the district, specifically about busing. You know, I've seen that firsthand as a principal running two schools uh, with populations of entirely uh, students with special needs. You know, at one of my schools, I had 40 routes bringing my students in. And so that's... that's 40 routes. 40 routes. That's a whole thing to manage. And that's 40 routes two times a day. Uh, So I see it. I see the benefit and the need. It's a legally mandated service. Um, And I've also seen parents take advantage of the stipend to then start bringing their students, uh, which has alleviated uh, some of the uh, travel times that you mentioned. Uh, because we that's just way too long to be traveling to and from school. Yeah. So you've talked then, uh, Josh, about a, a lot of these collaborative conversations that you've been having. What else do you need, though, to accomplish some of these lofty goals that you have ahead of you? Is it more support from parents, support from the district, or do you just need time? Mostly I need time. Absolutely. I will be very consistent with my message. Again, going back to we're here for the students. It's all about customer service. Uh, And it's about trust, but it's going to take me a while to really build trust and really even restoring trust with parents and community members and our advocacy organizations, the State Board of Education, principals, educators. I mean, we could go on with a laundry list of Mm -hmm. people who have may not have received the best uh, response from my department. And I want to do better. You have an uphill climb, but it, it sounds like you're willing to stick it through here. 100%. That's Josh Long, who's the new chief of the Office of Diverse Learner Supports and Services at Chicago Public Schools. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for the time. Congrats again. Thank you. This episode was produced by Brenda Ruiz, and it was edited by Linnea Dominic and Micah Yason. For more conversations like this, check out our full catalog of interviews at wbez.org slash reset. And if you liked this conversation, we'll consider giving it a like or sharing it with a friend. 
I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thank you for listening. We'll talk again soon. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.